0: Welcome to Six Pack Cinema. On today's episode, we are talking about the movie Green Book, which is about a working-class Italian-American bouncer who becomes the driver for an African-American classical pianist on a tour of venues through the 1960s American South. I liked it. We're going to find out what other people thought. Thanks for tuning in. Dude, you should review movies.
1: Yes. Okay, I've got okay. a couple. So. i review.
0: All right, what's up? Thank you for clicking play and joining us to hear our thoughts on this movie. Either you just watch screenbook and you're skimming through the podcast app saying, I want to hear more about this one, and you found us, welcome, or your regular listen, er, welcome. I heard you did that spiel for uh I, Creed. I, I tried. Tried?
2: I tried. I didn't. It was, it was
1: a pretty solid Jimmy impr, uh, impression.
2: I just impersonated you. I didn't do my own thing, and uh, it was a weak impression.
1: Well, but I don't know. You
2: got the point across.
0: I'm sticking with that opening. I think you but should, uh, I didn't listen to your guys' Creed episode. I just listened to enough so I could sync it and edit it, because I want to watch Creed, <laughs> and, I no. don't, and I don't want to know any, like, a thing about it. That
2: so, makes sense. So it was
0: very hard to edit it without listening. But this, this episode isn't about Creed. It's about Green Book. <laughs>
2: listen to it, though.
0: How are you guys doing today? Good?
2: Doing well. Doing wonderful. It's uh, just about Christmas break, and I can't wait for it. For first-time yeah,
0: listeners, my name's Jimmy. That was John, you just heard. And this is Dave.
1: I'm also doing well and been slow at work, just ready for the Christmas break, really.
2: Says the Jewish kid.
1: <laughs> I'm, Jew, I'm like
2: Jewish. I'm not really <laughs> Jewish. Hanukkah already
0: happened. You already got your holiday.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I still get Christmas.
0: Came and went, and no one knew about it.
2: I love how we did our, our little holiday picture and you trying to be the Jewish one. You're like, hey, get a, get a picture with you holding the You put a fucking Santa hat on and a Christmas sweater to do it. <laughs> I couldn't course. believe that. It was dumbfounding. But I whatever. Did, I had to call out both my holidays. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So here on Six Pack Cinema, we do our gut reaction. Then we are just do general conversations about the movie. Then we're going to go into ratings. We got popcorns for entertainment. We got critical score. We got uh, drink pairing. We got a lot of stuff. Gut reaction, John. You can go first.
2: Loved it. This is this is one of those movies that is the reason why I do this podcast. Because I may not have ever seen this one before, like prior to this. This is not one of those mainstream ones that you go out your, like you just see in the theaters. This is you have to go out of your way to go see it. Um, it's wonderful. I just I can't say anything anything bad about it. Dave, I liked the movie. But I thought the characters
1: and story were pretty cliche. But I thought the whole movie was carried on the acting. Like I could watch the two of them sit there and talk as their characters for hours. I just
2: didn't think the actual story was that good.
0: All right. Can I we uh,
2: he, can we say he's wrong and just like disregard him?
0: I mean, it's a. I mean, it is a cliche story, but like so is A Star Is Born. It, like there's a lot of cliche stories out there it's how they how they attack that story and i think that this movie I'm with John i think it was great i went in with high hopes but vigo mortensen blew me away like he was yeah. one of the more lovable characters in a movie in a while and i think that i think in my brain he he and a stars born blanking Bradley on his name cooper bradley cooper are the two best male performances that i've seen so far this year
2: yes oh yeah i agree with that 100 percent.
0: okay cool i think that's clear cut i i really enjoyed this movie i went with my mom and my grandma and my mom was born in 1960s and lived in the bronx and my grandma was born in like 1930 and lived in the bronx so for my mom this is like a homecoming those scenes like the pasta and all the slang and stuff like that which kind of like that does make me enjoy it more knowing that my mom's like getting nostalgic over this which is kind of a weird thing same with uh a Bronx tale. It's the same thing. She's like this is how it was when I grew up and then in my brain I'm like oh this is a snapshot into my relatives. This is cool. So that's like a weird bias I have. But I thought it was really really good. Um I kept waiting for like the big bad thing to happen. You know what I mean? Uh cuz you go for the for the controversy or or the uh what's it called?
2: Conflict? Yeah, the
0: conflict. I kept waiting for the big conflict, and I, it, there's never, like, one huge conflict. It was just little no, ones along it, the way, which yeah, I liked. it
1: just continued to build up, and it felt like just by the end, they were both over the trip.
0: Yeah, what was the movie where I was? I said I was enjoying it so much, and I knew conflict was coming, that I just didn't want to, I wanted to walk out and have it be happy forever? We did it on this podcast. That was my yeah, take. Yeah,
2: we did. We did. Oh. You wanted was, to leave it with Was it?
1: A Star you were, is Born?
0: No, wasn't like when it wasn't A well. Born.
2: God, I'm going to put a pin in that. I'll get back to you. Okay, one yeah, one? I'm
0: going to try and search it out. But that's how I felt with this. Like, I was dreading when they were going to, like, be really mean to each other and just nasty. And it never really came. And I loved that.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, um, I think the overall story is very cliche. Old man but I, I thought they were great and I, I can't sing enough praises for both Vigio Morrison or I'm going to butcher his name, Mar- Mahershala, Mar- Mahershala Ali. There you go. And something that kind of took me out of it a little bit because I thought this was pretty much a true story until I read afterwards that it's pretty not accurate at all. According I, don't Mar- to, Mar- I, don't, Mahershala I don't believe, Ali. That. According I don't believe to,
0: that. According to the guy who's depicted as not liking his family's family.
2: Yeah,
1: I get, uh, but it was enough that Mahershala Ali called and personally apologized to each of them.
2: I don't think there's been a role where he hasn't apologized for it. He's he's a, he's a serial apologizer.
1: Yeah. What are the roles has he apologized? I'm
0: just for? saying all all the that light. all that his family came um, out what? and said was we were actually f- close to him, and it's like, of well, course and they you'd they said, say
1: that. They said it didn't end on a good note. Like they didn't have the crazy year long friendship, and that he was actually fired during this road trip.
2: Yeah, but you can fry someone and still be friendly with them. You just don't want to work with them. That's fine. And also, they don't know the relationship that that, that uh, Tony Lip had. This is from Tony Lip's pers- This is Tony Lip's point of point of view.
1: And also, appa- sorry. One more thing, because if we're, I'm gonna say the yep. whole story, uh, apparently Tony Lip and his son were trying to make this movie for the last 25 years, and yep. Herschel Ali's character was like, no. That like I do not do that. I do not want it made. And then as soon as he died, they started production on the movie.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. Which is kind of fucked. I don't care about any any of that because it's not like <laughs> they were public figures like Queen, where like you're like we didn't know these people. So if someone else just said, "Oh, I read about this driver and the singer," and I made a movie based off them, we'd be we wouldn't care at all. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, they could have changed these characters and just said, oh, no, we kind of loosely based off. But they kept the real names. But it's not like they're famous enough for me to care. So I, I that's like a, I don't care at all about it.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and every, right. yeah, every, yeah,
1: I didn't think about it that way.
2: And every time they do one of these um, these biopics, they there's always some family member that comes out of the work and says, oh, I wasn't consulted on it. And this, this, that and that was wrong because they want to look legitimate and they want money for it. They want to get they want to get paid off. And everyone's willing to hear, like, oh, the the studio lied? Oh, this is amazing. Oh, Mahershala Ali apologized? Well, oh, this is interesting. No, it not My doesn't...
1: opinion on it is less that, like, oh, this, this, and that are wrong. And more, they were saying the friendship was never like... Because the friendship is the crux of it. And if that didn't exist in real life, then the whole thing's a sham.
0: Yeah, but they could just... Someone could say, oh, imagine if the friendship was like this. That'd be a great movie. And let's write that movie. And it's not like we know these names... We know these names because of the movie. We're not mm-hmm. watching the movie because of these names. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also think the three of us are too young to really know these names. I don't know if your parents did, but my dad immediately knew who it was when oh, I really? told him I was seeing this movie. Yeah. The dad was the first music. like openly gay black musician ever. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh update it was Tully. Tully Ooh, when it, yeah. Tully oh. got happy, I wanted to walk out before the big and en- bad ending came and I never I really thought came.
2: it was I thought it was the Old Man in the Gun. No, it was Tully.
0: I just checked through and I was like, "That was it." Um, okay. All right, so back to this movie. Do we have uh, favorite scenes? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite right, scene?
2: Right away, um, the scene where it, it, it was a whole turning point where in their relationship. It Was uh, they're in the hotel and Tony Lip's about to go downstairs to uh, meet us for a drink after uh, Doctor Tony Lip or Doctor Dr. Dr. Doctor Don Shirley, or Doctor for whatever whatever reason, uh, overheard him speaking Italian, saying getting uh, job offers. And he thought he was going to bail on him midway through his little tour. And he really didn't want him to go because he understood that he needed this guy. However, knowing he may be and how like unrefined he was, he needed him and everything he was doing. And when when Tony looked at him, and says, hey, I don't want to raise. I'm not going anywhere. I made an agreement. I'm going to follow through. That's what I do. It's like, oh, that's just one of the most stand up guys in the world. Yeah. And you you liked both of them because both of them came down to a real level. It's like, I'm here because I agree to it. And Don's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here right now. I asked you because I appreciate you thoroughly and I need you. It was amazing. It was just a great moment.
1: Yeah, no, that, that was a great scene. I I have two that I really liked, and one of them is, in my mind, the turning point for their friendship, which was when they're eating fried chicken in the car together. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the start, I felt like, of them actually becoming friends. And left, was- like – Antagonistic to each other. That was breaking
2: down Don's wall.
1: Yes. And then the other one is actually them screaming at each other, but when they're arguing over – and he's like, you think you know more about being black than I do? No. And they break down, like, how different they are from each other and how he feels like he's separate from the white community, obviously, but also his black community. I thought that – just the acting in that scene is a powerhouse from the both of them.
0: Yeah,
2: but the, there's the some balls. really good lines
0: there. He was like, "I'm more." He was like, uh, "You know, I I grew up with nothing. I I grew up in the streets. But I work, you know, all that shit. Like, like I'm pretty down." But also when when he said, "Would would would," when the cop called him that, and he's like, "If would I get called any different in your neighborhood? Like, this isn't a South thing. Might be a little more brutal here, but this is an America thing." And Tony kind of realized
2: that. And
0: then at the end, he says, "Hey, don't call him that." And his wife saw like,
1: "Ooh."
2: Yeah, his wife was on board from the start. Was nice
1: I, I did love the montage of her reading his letters to her friends. And yeah, they're all he, like, He's so romantic. He's so open.
2: Uh, some
0: of the Italian stuff was hilarious. Like, yes. when are you gonna write me a letter? When you learn to cook.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good. Yep.
0: I have uh my favorite scene was um shit, I just thought about it and now I can't remember. So it's a good I one. literally just had it in my head. I have a, cause I went I pivoted to my my one complaint, which I'll just go to now since it's the top of my head. When at the beginning he threw out the cups that the black workers drank out of into the garbage. That didn't fit his character at all. They were just trying to hammer home a point because he wasn't like a racist guy. As soon as he found out he was gay, he was like, I've seen stuff in the nightclubs. I don't care. And he didn't have a problem with him the whole movie. So I thought that was they were that didn't fit the rest of the movie. Like the the Tony that we saw, ninety percent of the time, wouldn't have thrown out cups that black workers. Yeah, he drank might out.
1: not have liked uh, them, but I don't think he would have thrown them out. I think just a quick rewrite of that scene would have been him like not happy with it, and then his buddies being like, "You really gonna keep those glasses?" And then he throws them out, like yes, kind of being that... goaded into it by the community, or or Maybe. like
0: he scrubs them right away or
2: like really hard. Yeah
0: but just putting him Maybe. in the trash it didn't fit the rest of his character
2: i think i think his character wasn't so much hateful it was just uncomfortable he was it was he just he's yeah, i but, think he i i understand what you're saying that's a, that's an excellent point but dave that rewrite having the guys go to him into, into throwing him out that would have been perfect but i i don't think the whole point of him is is he was uncomfortable with this but he needed the money badly and that's what that's what pushed him into this position and he but, he, I, he, but I, the the whole the whole gay thing he's he is Turning a blind eye to all that stuff. He's like, that happens, but it's not here. His big issue, if I'm thinking about him in this situation, he doesn't want that in his house. And he doesn't want this kids drinking out of it. It's, it's separation of the outside and the inside. And that's like his little domain. All right, that's uh, a good
0: point. That
2: I just think. And then it caps off at the end. And he welcomes him into his home.
0: Well, here's I'm, my thing. As from a screenwriting standpoint, writing in that scene where he throws out the cups, you're now telling the audience, like, oh, this dude like, is really racist. And he, he wasn't really racist. He probably was uncomfortable, like you said, not used to it, didn't really know how to engage. But he was, he, there was no hate in him, and that made the audience think there was like hate in him or disgust. Disgust. That made the yep. audience think there was disgust, sure. and then we never saw disgust the rest of the movie. So that was the Be- one thing. Like, I like this movie so much. That was the one thing I was like, that didn't match.
2: Okay. No, that, no it, was, I, it was a bit aggressive. I mean, I, I get what they were doing, but it was done maybe a, a couple notches too hard. Oh, I remember yes. my favorite scene now. Great, let's go into that.
0: When, when he was outside playing craps with all the other drivers, mm. and um, and uh, that line, Doctor d- Shirley s- says, uh, "Some along the lines like, oh, they're all out here playing." He's like, "None of them are allowed to be inside."
2: No, so none of them had the option of being inside or yeah, and out. Yeah, and I actually
0: like I liked that Shirley made him and like wanted to change his diction, and by the end they were actually working on it a little bit, because that was a good point. Like, dude, don't don't think you're stupid to these guys' level and being friendly because that's who they are. If they had the option to be inside, they'd take it. They don't. Yep. You know what I mean? So take advantage of the options that you have that we don't. I like that line. I thought it was pretty pointed and and got the point across because yes. like. Most of this was Tony Lip teaching Don Shirley, changing Don Shirley's opinion of the world. Bringing
2: him down to reality. But there was he's...
0: a little give and take where Shirley taught Don, uh, Tony Lip. And that was which is big the great moment.
2: Which is the great part, of the, which is why the movie was so good. Yeah. Because there were, were two extremes and they came and they met in between. Yeah.
1: Agreed. But that just reminded me of a criticism. I have that first scene where he's playing the piano, which whoever they got to actually do it, phenomenal. Did you guys notice the CGI on the head there? Because it was very clearly, like, his head CGI'd onto someone else's body. And the neck kept getting thin and large, thin and large. Oh, no, the I, entire heard, time I didn't was, pick up on that. And it took me out of the scene so fast. And I, it made me upset because before we started doing this podcast, I would have never noticed those things.
2: Mm-mm. And you gotta, you it gotta, really you pulled gotta, me gotta, out of
1: enjoying the movie. You
2: yeah. got to break yourself of that, man. That's, that's how you, you ruin yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad I'm glad that I didn't
2: notice that. That's, I mean, I don't give a shit about the graphics. I mean, I'm more interested in the story.
1: It just looked really weird with, like, his head kind of floating on a body that was, like, changing.
2: See, I, I used to play piano, so when I see a pianist, I, I like, only watch the fingers, because that's the show. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's the, I mean, when he was, the last scene, when he was in, that, like, that beat-up bar, holy shit, what, what those hands were doing was amazing.
1: I also loved when he took the whiskey off and put it yeah. on the floor.
2: Yeah. He great, stayed true to himself. Yep. Yeah. That was cool. That whole that,
0: that end scene was cool. It was good. It was it was uh and then the the robbering at the end and him just fine. like every time I thought I was going to be like ah shit something bad's going to happen and that they kind of never went that deep dark into like negative. Like I thought he was going to get robbed or anything. Besides the one he got his ass kicked for being gay. And then uh, how about No,
2: the, no, he got his ass kicked for being black in no, the bar.
0: No, he was gay. No, cuz the, the other bar? guy got beat up too, right?
2: No, in the bar. Oh
1: no! Yeah, we're talking about in the YMCA.
2: Oh, he didn't get beat up. He d- he just got arrested.
0: Dude, he was like bruised It
1: looked bruised like they beat over. up. Too. All right. Oh yeah, okay,
2: he may got a little bit beat up, but like that's that's arrest. I'm the beat up one was in the bar. Yeah, you're right.
0: Because you didn't want to stay at that shit mobile hotel and didn't want to play. Uh, oh, what'd you guys Horsche. think of the bandmates? The German bandmates.
1: I liked them. I, I, By I... the end of it, I liked them because they were very standoffish the entire time. And then when they're sitting down at that last dinner and they're like, oh yeah, let's have a shot. We're
2: done with this tour now. That's my complaint. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I didn't, did they, did they introduce the reason why there was two cars, why they didn't travel together? Did they not? It, just assumed... it seemed, it seemed like they liked each other and they like, cause when he was in trouble in the bar and getting beat up, the guy ran to Vigo to get him to, to come help. I think um, just
1: between three people's luggage and their two instruments, they couldn't travel with the piano. Obviously, there just wasn't going to be enough room in one car.
2: Interesting. I it just it was, I mean,
1: I don't think they explained it. That was just my assumption.
2: Because my assumption when I first saw the two cars with the two white guys going in and the, the black guy, I thought that was racist at first. But midway through, it was very clear that they were not racist against this guy. No, they respected you know? the hell out of him. Oh yeah, because he was amazing at what he did. And I, I thought I thought that was. I thought they could have helped you out a little bit more and. Because I, th- I thought, like, not not midway through, even before that, like later on, they finally, finally let go, and and they, and like the, the last dinner, he talks like like I could have used a little bit of that beforehand. Yeah, I don't know, some some complaints. That's all.
0: Well, I thought they did a good job of showing how ingrained the racism was, like Down people in the, deep south in the deep south, like people that were even nice to him, mm. still were just like, oh no, you can't use that bathroom. Oh no! You that's can't. Just, you yeah, they're can't, like, that's we'll, just,
1: we'll wait for the second half for you to yeah, go to your hotel. That's just how back.
0: it is. Like, those are no, those, I mean, those are the
2: rules. I, like, what are you talking we, about? You we we love you, rules. man. I
0: want you to meet my wife and like shake your hand and walk you around, but like, no, you can't do that.
2: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wash my hand after I shake your hand, but that's just the rules. Yeah, that's what we do.
0: That was kind of. I, I loved
2: I loved that line where he's with well, the the Maitre d or the the host, saying it's like, you know, last last summer the uh, Boston Celtics basketball club. Came down here on a barn, barnstorming uh, tour. Do you know where that big, whatever they call them, uh, was at? He says, nowhere. He's like, neither do I, but it wasn't here. I was like, fuck you, man. You're yeah. proud of this. You, you, that that you, guy was
1: a dick. I was very happy that the lip, uh, when he's like, oh, you wouldn't have this job if you couldn't be bought. And he just shoves him against the wall.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Tony's ability to just flip a switch and become, like, a negotiable. Not dumb, but just like a go-lucky guy to just, like, I'm going to kill you monster was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, he's an ex-mobster there, so. No,
2: I know. I don't think he was ever in the mob, to be honest. I think he was always skirting it. They, they but made a, point a early difference.
1: on he was in sanitation, which New Sa- York City, yes, that's the Yes, you're right, mob. you're
2: right, you're right. absolutely right. Um,
0: Is Viggo Mortensen the... fat or did he get fat for this role? I, I
2: believe, believe he got fat. I don't know. I think he's always kind of like a little hefty.
1: I mean, he's Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. He wasn't hefty in that or in The Road a couple years ago.
2: I th- I thought, okay.
0: It was gross. It was gross how he ate and shit. It was <laughs> honestly yeah. displeasing to watch.
2: I loved, I loved watching him eat. It what? was so funny.
0: I mean, it fit he, the character, but.
2: Yeah. Who, who puts. I mean, I, I, I would always take my pizza that I got out of the microwave, like the little tiny Celeste pizzas, and do it make a taco out of it. Never in my life would I have thought to do that to like a large pizza.
0: <laughs> That's <is> disgusting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Everyone in my theater was like, "Oh, when he did that," and I was like, "That looks
2: good." Yeah, I want to try he, it. Eating the meatball sub with just like no regard for what's going on, like you're getting covered in sauce with, when you're eating the way he eats. Just no regard. He's no, got like no. one napkin
0: for three. He was gross. I don't know He's what an animal. I don't know what. Uh, I loved it
1: though. I don't know what
0: yeah. Linda Cartelli or whatever her name is saw her. Who I love her.
2: She needs to be in big, like a bigger role. She's a smoke compared to him.
0: Well, she does a lot of
1: small things. She was um Jordan Belfort's first wife in Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Yeah, but she she does uh she does a lot of like TV. Like she was in um
1: How I Met Your Mother. M-
0: she was in Mad Men. She was in Bloodline. She was she got her start in Freaks and Geeks when she was young. Yeah, she does a lot. She was she was Scooby Doo.
2: She is um she's Hawkeye's wife.
0: She's in Boy Meets World, split up. She split
1: oh, up. Oh, I'm thinking of someone else with the How I yeah. Met Your
2: Mother thing.
0: I think you're thinking yeah, of yeah, someone I'm... else entirely because I don't think she yeah. was in um
2: She's not in Wolf of Wall Street either. No, yeah. She's she's in the Avengers, Age of Ultron as yeah. Hawkeye's oh. wife. She she
0: broke up Cory and Topanga in Boy Meets World.
2: Oh, that bitch. Yeah. That slut. Alex. <laughs> yeah, in a cabin.
0: Um Okay. <laughs> I think uh we're ready to go to um One I More think Thought. So. One more thought. <laughs>
1: yourself there. I would have
0: rathered him Just get out of the car And go to dinner Like I didn't need The suspense that He's like nah I'm not gonna eat Christmas dinner With your family And then he goes And sits in his throne And realizes how lonely he is
1: Maybe it's I good. don't know Maybe, I li- it's, I maybe it. it's better Oh yeah I didn't like that either No like, I, I, I liked
2: it because knew he
0: was Gonna be there So Well
2: you, you did But well, you, like, the, the moment He sat down And it was silence He was like Well shit I'm Two months with this guy He became a friend And now he's not here And he invited me To go someplace He's my friend I'm gonna go
1: Yeah whether that happened in real life know. or not, I, I liked it. I would have liked him to either go straight up or it end on a kind of down note where he actually is alone and he's sitting there alone. I think the...
2: Well, you're a sack, You have sack. both
1: that way, and it's, it doesn't serve either ending well.
2: Yeah.
0: That's yeah. right. I think it was good, but I, I just wanted him to go there. All right.
2: Uh, I have one, one last note of why Tony Lip was awesome. The, the piano scene... The first time he ever has to like actually defend this guy who he does not too sure of, and the b- two bandmates sitting there, I love that. The two bandmates were like, "All right, this guy's in it, and he's like on our side," because mm-hmm. it was trash in the piano. It wasn't a-, a Steinway, which I thought him spelling Steinway S T A I was like amazing. <laughs> it was hilarious, but the, the, that slap was one of the best slaps I've ever seen in movies. Oh yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, yeah, it was good.
0: Not a punch, a slap. It
2: was like a. Bitch slap to the like the best bitch slap I've ever seen. How do you so, go
0: find a Steinway
2: piano so quick? You don't. That's why it was so funny. Yeah,
0: it kind of seemed crazy. Top three uh Vigo Mortison movies. Dave, go.
2: The
1: Road. <laughs> uh
0: I feel like this is super Lord of the part.
1: Rings two
2: and this.
0: Nice. John.
2: Uh I'm gonna go Captain Fantastic. Um, this one. And I'm looking at his IMDb. I'm going to call it Unibomb coming out soon. <laughs> nice. Nice. Big fan of serial is killers. He, is
1: he playing the Unibomber?
2: No, he's playing the guy who caught him. That'll be good. Nice. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mindhunter was an awesome show.
2: What about yours? It was amazing.
0: Mine's weird. It's uh, Hidalgo.
2: <laughs> I
1: forgot he's in that.
0: Appaloosa, the Western with Ed, uh, Ed Norton and Viggo Morrison. Not Ed <laughs> okay. Norton. I can't think of the other guy. I thought now.
2: it was Agnor No, it's Norm. the
0: guy from uh, Radio.
2: Oh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yep,
0: yeah, not him. The, uh, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, this movie, Appaloosa, Hidalgo, and this movie.
1: Are you guys like looking at his IMDb because I don't remember any well, of them? Well, now I am.
0: Ed Harris. Ed Harris.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you, are we ready for ratings?
2: I am. I do believe I am.
0: Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead. I'll set the market. My my you want critical uh, or popcorn. My popcorn entertainment value. Now, I wrote down five because while I was sitting there, I never, I was never was not entertained. But that just didn't feel right when I wrote it down, so I lowered it to a four point five.
2: Why? Okay. No, go, go with your gut. God damn it.
0: That's five then. I well, really... his
2: gut told him it, it wasn't a five. No, his initial gut, re- but then his brain fine. got in the way.
0: Fine. I'm a five. I really like this movie. Good. I just thought a five would get me backlash.
2: No, I get a five. No. Yeah, I also put a five. Ah, same good.
0: Fucking God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a five. This is a great one to sit through.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad. I just don't know. It wasn't like a comedy. It was. You're, it, you're, it's going into comedy in the Golden Globes some
2: It's those stupid it's fucking super studios. It's the Golden Globes. I hate them. No, it's just the studios that play fucking games. You can't look at that. Um, which is stupid because this is going to get the uh, kind of not not tainted per se, but they're going to look they're going to look at it like, oh, well, that's a comedy slash musical, not so serious. Yeah, it's amazing. This is right up there uh, with A Star Is Born. Way better than uh, Bohemian First Rhapsody. Brand first oh. man both of them oh yeah. first both. man yeah.
0: is first man getting any love
2: i don't think not much not
1: a ton i've seen some stuff for ryan gosling and some for claire foy but that's it
2: they, they should probably get something for uh cinematography or the uh, the graphics yeah
0: something no one cares yeah. about
2: because they get you tense in those old tight spaces they deserve something yes. for that. all, all right. right uh critical jimmy what's uh your take there 92 not bad
0: I liked it. What? I think the acting was great. The cinematography was really good. The uh, set design was really good. It's uh it's like every they there's a lot of sets because it's a road trip movie through yeah. the '60s. So there's a lot of sets for them to do, and I thought that was really well done. I thought the acting was really well done. I thought the pacing was really, really good. It just kept going. It never yep. felt like okay, we're stuck on this for a little bit. And the character no development was the same thing. It was pretty start to finish. It was never like. When is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? And it didn't have that big, terrible moment that I thought was going to kind of like ruin it because sometimes they overdo that. Like if they if they fought and they said like really mean things to each other and then they had to go like they separated for a little bit and then it was like uh, the next road trip. That's what I was fearing. That they yeah. were like,
1: I thought they were gonna they were gonna get into like a screaming match with each other, and Viggo Mortensen was gonna like drop the n bomb. And I was like, well, you can't come <laughs> back from that. Yes,
0: that's what I was I, I was dreading that. So I'm glad they didn't do it. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm pretty oh. I'm pretty high on this movie. So ninety. Also,
2: did you notice that, that he never said the n word? Even when his friends were saying, it, he never said it. Yeah, he said eggplant. Which is not great by any means, but it's not the only. Oh, one. I
1: mean that's so pretty bad. But
2: I don't know. I'm just saying it was a point not the greatest word, but he didn't say the actual big N word, so What do you got? I got a ninety. For everything you just said, plus focal racking was on point.
1: <laughs> I gave it an eighty one. Mm. I I like the movie. I just I think it's a good movie, I don't think it's a Boo. great movie. Boo. I think the acting is the only thing that's great in this. But
2: only from the two of
1: them. Everyone else I thought did good but not great. 88%.
2: 88.
0: That's this movie deserves a 9 at the beginning.
2: God, damn it, David.
1: <laughs> Sorry. That hurts. No, that really
2: fu- that, that hurts, right Jimmy? Yeah. Because nine nineties are, like, Oscar contenders. Dave, Dave this was one. swayed
0: by the true story aspect. I made good yeah, arguments. Yeah,
2: fuck the true story. It's not about the true story. I made it's good, good about
0: arguments the about why the true story doesn't matter. Oh,
1: and no, it doesn't, yeah, you raised my grade. I, no, I it start doesn't. I with a seven, originally.
2: Oh, you're an asshole if you started with a seven. This this You cannot look at what happened in real life compared to a movie, because it's still a movie. No, it's a story. no, no. It's did, a story. like three
1: episodes ago for bohemian rhapsody we all lowered our grade no, but
0: i think that. i think i made a fair point if you go to the movie to see a movie based on a story you already know yes then you want accuracy but if it's no a- yeah
1: no, I, I agree that's why i raised my yeah. grade
0: yeah well i kind of just made that point on the spot but i think that is like
2: i think it's an excellent point i was trying to and figure also- i was
0: trying to figure out myself why i feel different and i was like there it is
2: and and also the, the Bohemian Rhapsody is a well documented timeline that doesn't line up with this one. This is hearsay that, that doesn't line up with this guy.
0: Yeah, we still don't know what's actually true or not true. Yeah.
2: Hearsay. So um her, I want her to throw say. Out your score it's two
0: thousand eighteen.
2: Hearsay. <laughs> it's just say. It's just say. And Dave, uh you're uh irrelevant, so we're gonna knock your score off. So between ninety and ninety two, it's ninety one average. Cool. Nice. Nice, ninety-one awesome. average, great. Ninety-one, five popcorns. <laughs> nope. What would you What would you
0: drink with this? I think I'm just going soda out of like a fast food cup with a little bit of rum sprinkled in.
2: Oh, you gotta go KFC. Ooh, I, that's, that's what a you're food. Drinking with it?
0: It's food. You're gonna <laughs> liquefy your chicken and drink it?
2: No, no, no. So you got like a KFC cup. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I I said a rum and coke in a soda cup. So same Ooh, wavelength sorry.
2: there. Same, nice. Yep.
0: Okay.
1: All right, uh Rotten Tomatoes. What do you guys think this guy got critically?
0: Um I think road trip movies are generally looked down upon by the hoity toy type, so I'm going to say it doesn't start with a 9. Don't you think that? I think that. I think road trip movies are never like
2: I don't know, but you got you get this is not
0: I'm going to guess they did an 86 critical. I'm going to go See 90.
2: You? 90.
1: It got an 83.
2: Ooh. These guys are ass. What do you
1: think the audience score is, though?
0: Like
2: a 98. No, no. Uh, this is not an audience movie. Yeah, it is. No. 95. No, no, no,
1: no. I, I, my one argument against you, in there is, like you said, this isn't a movie everyone sees. You have to seek this out
2: uh, see Excellent point, Dave. Thank you for telling me that before I make my guess. Um, psh, I'm going to go 88. It's an 84. Okay.
1: So me, the audience, and the Rotten Tomatoes critics all think you guys are way too high
2: on it. Well, I think you read the score beforehand, so screw you.
1: Well, I, I always write down my score. <laughs> I, I, I do write down the Rotten Tomatoes one yeah. before we record. But I, make I sure know. To
0: my the score. audience is at 84?
1: Yeah. These or at least people? it was like two days ago. When
0: Rotten it Tomatoes.
1: Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. No, I We're don't getting... even believe Unless that Unless it fits my argument, and then I support it.
0: I don't think... They, that's too low. Rotten Tomatoes... Green Book. I mean, Bumblebee is I'm at ninety eight. I'm fucking Fuck fact. That. I'm fact checking you, Dave. Go for it. You went to Smitten Tomatoes by accident.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, here we go. It's pulling up. Green Book. Eighty two percent on the criticals. Is that what you said? Oh, so
1: it's dropped since I pulled my scores.
0: Ninety five on the audience.
2: Ah, right. suck it, so Dave. has gone up. Suck it. There's no I, I, way I that audience is. Like you I'll said, start pulling them day of.
0: Like John said, this may not be for everyone to go actually see it, but anyone who sits and watches it is going to like this movie a lot.
1: Yeah. That was my argument. Yeah. yeah. I
0: know. I'm saying. So that's why I couldn't believe it was said, 80. Like I
1: learned I said, my lesson. I will like start pulling these me. day of and not ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. That's the end of the show. If you liked uh, if you liked this movie or didn't like this movie, let us know on Instagram. Uh, Six Pack Cinema or Twitter Six Pack Cinema pretty simple to find uh, we'll post our rating go comment your rating thoughts concerns compliments complaints and uh, make sure you subscribe and if you want leave a five star review that'd be nice and that was the end Great. of this podcast we'll see you on Thursday for our general uh, Hollywood headline gossip uh, fun
1: podcast that comes out on Friday
0: maybe we recorded on Thursday
2: yes but they're <laughs> not gonna be here bye see ya
1: Enjoy the weekend at the movies.